thank you to Sound Surrey Headphones for sponsoring this episode of the Aspie World podcast. If you would like to check them out, please check out at Sound Surrey Official, which is S-O-U-N-D-S-O-R-Y-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. These are awesome headphones with a dynamic program designed for autism and ADHD. I'll talk about it more in this episode. Okay, thanks. Guys, in this video, I'm answering questions about autism and personal life and giving tips and tricks for you so that I can help you. All that's coming up. Welcome back to the Aspie world. My name is Dan. I have autism, ADHD, OCD, and dyslexia. And I make weekly videos on this type of content. So if you've just stumbled across this video, make sure to hit the subscribe button and follow button so you don't miss a video that I do next. So I reached out to you guys on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and said, hey, if you have any questions you'd like to ask me about autism and anything like that, here's a good time to do so because I wanted to do a video for World Autism Awareness Week because it's not only World Autism Awareness Month, it's World Autism Awareness Week and today is World Autism Awareness Day. Hey guys, today's video is sponsored by Soundstreet Headphones. So Soundstreet is a multi-century music therapy and movement program. The Soundstreet Headphones Equipped with a dynamic filter and bone conduction technology helps improve motor skills and cognitive development in children and adults. And this thing is made kind of for adults and children on the autism spectrum. This is designed as such. The program consists of specially designed music processed with neuroacoustic modifications, as well as a series of movement-based exercises. It is a 40-day program divided into two sections of 20 days each, with a break of one month in between. Each day consists of 30 minutes of music and exercise. Soundtree helps with a bunch of different skills, you know, like gross, fine and visual motor skills, like drawing and, and, and balance and posture, hand-eye coordination and all that kind of stuff. Also, building on that, Soundtree actually improves emotional regulation and social skills and communication because it's an all-round program. Soundtree is designed to be safe and effective and is helping children and adults on the autism spectrum with auditory and sensory processing disorder and other developmental delays, which is absolutely fantastic. Children can complete coloring, Lego building and drawing, writing, painting, and other activities whilst using Soundsory. And the battery life on this thing is about nine hours. The online access to exercise videos, which will be linked on their website, add an option to switch to Bluetooth mode on the Soundtree headphones as a regular headset. So, you know, you could use this thing just, you know, you could put your iPad on and play Minecraft and just use this thing as a uh, headphone. So it's uh, it's really, really interesting. It doesn't, it's not just a therapy, it's actually a headphone as well. So Soundtree has recommended exercise that you can do while listening to the headphones, but you can adapt them to any activity like play therapy games, you know, with a parent or a therapist. Now, I highly recommend checking out Soundtree. I try tried this myself. It's absolutely fantastic. It actually, it's really interesting. You have to like try it to believe it. But if you are interested in checking them out to celebrate World Autism Awareness Month, Soundstreet is giving away a discount of 20% off their website. Now click on the link down below and use the code ASPIEWORLD to get an extra 10% discount off your purchase. Now do that right now. If you're interested in checking out this, I highly recommend it. I've used it. I would never recommend something that is rubbish. This is awesome. Please check it out. 
which is kind of cool because it's now like World Autism Acceptance Day um, and it's all ever evolving and ever awesome. So thank you guys for joining me today. If you would be so awesome to give this video a thumbs up support and if you're looking for more ways to support me, you can do on my Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash the Aspie world. Link will be in the description below. But right now I've got my phone, I've got you guys and we're going to get into some Q&A. Okay, so over on Twitter, Autism Me and My Daughter said, do you suffer with anxiety badly? I seem to get it every day for no reason whatsoever. Then can't shift it and get anything, and I can't get anything done, my mind goes blurry. Yes, 100%. Anxiety is a um, involuntary negative inflection on your life, right? But what you need to do is you need to take control of it by adding in positive voluntary action. So when I get anxious, I know that I'm getting, you know, I'm getting anxious and I'm getting worked up. So I use the breathing technique, which is breathing in for five, holding my breath for five, and then breathing out for five because that is a positive voluntary action which will help keep clear and calm you down. I hope that helps autism me and my daughter. Okay, so Tash over on uh, Twitter said, any tips on how to cope with being overwhelmed at work? I can't cope anymore. Goodness, Tash. Look, first of all, you need to ask your work, your job, your employer for reasonable adjustments because every employer has reasonable adjustments um, is as like a legal requirement because if you're you know a disabled person, you, you need reasonable adjustments. Your employer is legally bound to do so. So make that priority number one. Another thing you can do is to take more quiet breaks. So ask your employer if you can have like a break in the morning and a break in the evening, but go somewhere like your car or a quiet area or a space where you are that's really quiet and calming so that you can have just a five to 10 minute breather just complete silence. This will help break up the uh, the, the constant kind of noise and, and, and the stuff going on in, in your workspace. And the other thing is to wear headphones or earphones. They are really, really awesome and they work really, really well. Okay, so I went over then to Instagram and I asked people to ask me on Instagram, but this went over to my Facebook page. And FYI, if you're not following me on Instagram and Facebook, be sure to check those out as well because I do content on all those platforms. So, Tori Phillips said, what's the best way to separate, to separate if you have CPTSD and ADD or ASP? Well, Tori, I have not really sure what you're asking here, but how do you know if, I think what you're saying is how to know if you have PTSD, ADHD, or ASD. Well, these are all different kind of categories. PTSD is a post-traumatic stress disorder, which happens after a traumatic experience, whereas ADHD and ASD, which is autism, are lifelong neurological conditions, and thus will be uh, correctly diagnosed by a psychotherapist. Okay, so Genia Ger uh, Gerlach, they said, Mum of a teenage Aspie, what's something you wish your parents understood about you as a teenager? Wow. Space. I wish my parents understood that I needed space and time because they were always pressuring me to do these things, but I just needed a little more time and a little extra space to actually get to, to understand. Like they were pushing me to kind of get a job and understand this and the other and friends and go here and go there. And it was all too much. So giving more space and allowing more time was very much something that I would have loved to have. Stephanie Marks said, how do you handle it when your family and other people in your life think Asperger's is a fake diagnosis? Well, I don't have those people in my life. And if I did have those people in my life, I would cut them out. Hence why I don't have any of those people in my life because if they're really family and friends, then they wouldn't have that opinion on it. So that's the best way to do it. 
Okay, so Tash Clark asked, how do you cope with meltdown and burnout? What do you do to calm down? I do use a breathing technique um, with the, uh, the, you know, before and after a meltdown. If I can, I can do breathing techniques. Same with a burnout. Recovery is everything. Meltdowns can last a long time because of what you do directly afterwards. If you make sure that after having a meltdown, you drink lots of water, stay hydrated because hyperventilating will make you sweat and all sorts of stuff and you'll get dehydrated and that's no good. Also, you'll need to then go to do an action of something that you really enjoy. For me, it was studying like UFOs, aliens and stuff like that. So after having a meltdown, that's the first thing I do. It's my go-to. This helps you recover quicker and will definitely help. Okay, Ingrid, um, Kellohofer said, how can I help my son focus on the teacher's instructions when they won't write the instruction for him? Well, then they're not very good teachers if they're not able to write the instruction down for him. They're is no other way other than finding a communication form or pattern that actually works with your son. So what the teachers do need to do is have a personal learning plan with your son to know, hey, he understands this way, let's communicate that way. What I would do is I'd take this to the principal or the head of the school and ask them to sit down with you so you can discuss the issues in the classroom because this seems like a bigger issue than just communication. This seems like a, uh, a, a disconnection between the teachers. Okay, so one Pekalulagubar, I can't even read that name. They said, before diagnosed, were you concerned about stigma con connecting to work, family, and friends? I think like people just always saw me as a bit of a weirdo. And um, before my diagnosis, I kind of felt like that as well. And it wasn't really much of a stigma. It was more of a kind of like a, uh, a loss of self. Um, I wasn't really sure who I was. And um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great time. Okay, so... Catherine said, sleep, my son doesn't sleep. And I'm realizing I, a, a lot of autistic kids have trouble with that. Yes, indeed they do. It's because their brains are going very, very fast. There is a few things that we can do in this situation. One of them is to make the sleeping environment as calm as you can. So get rid of bright colors, get rid of um, anything that may be like triggering, you know, toys in the room, stuff like that, that they can play with and get onto. Um, you know, that kind of is no good. The other thing I would definitely check out is um, a, a sleeping uh, or, or a bedtime routine where you kind of like, you know, you set the lights and then everything starts calming down and you have a bath and it's lavender and then maybe use like a, an essential oil, like a lavender essential oil diffuser in your room. And then also try things like, I know melatonin is more of like an extreme sleep um, remedy, but melatonin does work. And there's another one called 5-HTP. If you want to get your hands on the ones that I would recommend, there is a link in the description of this video that says uh, CBD gummies for USA and UK, but it's not just CBD gummies. That's the, the shop initially does sell CBD gummies, but they also sell gummies like sweets of melatonin and 5-HTP, which would probably help you out a lot. Case Dave Fabian said, I have nine year old twins with Asperger's and you would have liked your parents. What would you have liked your parents to do differently? Um, listening to me and realizing that I wasn't being awkward, uh, realizing that was an issue there. I think my parents misunderstood a lot of what was going on rather than being like, oh, you know, Dan has issues. They were like, oh, Dan's being weird and awkward and we just need to push through this because that's the best way they felt they could do it. Listening and understanding and having just that little bit of extra time to go, hey, it's okay, I understand. We'll go the extra mile. Beef Pant, cool name, said, can you be autistic even though none of your family is? 100%. It's a, it's a genetic thing. It's a, it's a, a neurological developmental condition. So yeah, it, it's not, it's not relying on hereditary behavior or anything like that. Um, autistic Lion Gamer said, what's, what's something you heard a lot from people who doesn't understand your videos. Uh, people, <laughs> the worst ones people say, oh, 
I didn't know you were autistic. Please don't do that. Okay. Sebas Vesio said, how can I cope for people bullying me all the time just because I have autism? Well, you need intervention from a, um, probably something like a, um, teacher or a, a parent or um, the police, you know, this is serious stuff, you know, people people don't just uh, get away with bullying when this is horrible stuff. Uh, you need to alert somebody of an authority ASAP. Tasali17 said, do you, f- do you feel different? Yes. The only way I can explain it is if I feel like everybody else in the world is um, uh, a d- different level, like they just don't really understand. It's like uh, it's like running a race and you're in, in the front and you look back to see how close you were to your competitors and everybody else is just like miles and miles away. There's, 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 yeah, I feel very different. <laughs> okay, so Carlo Digia said, do you take meds for ADHD? I do take medication uh, for ADHD and Asperger's. Um, I take something called uh, diloxetine, which is a, it's a, it's an antidepressant, but it also has, um, some really good uh, help for people with Asperger's and ADHD. It was what's recommended. Um, so Rec Room official said, if you had to explain autism in just a few words, how would you describe it? Super awesome and challenging at the same time. Uh, Krista Marie said, how to balance a relationship when you and your partner have high-functioning ASD? It's a difficult one, right? Because you're both going to have specific needs, you, you know, and but you both are connected romantically and engaged in a relationship. It's going to be difficult. Um, the, the key to it is listening to each other and really finding a communication pattern that works. Like it could be texting each other with emojis. It could be writing things down, creating stories. Taking that time to listen to each other in a communication form that works for you is going to pay off dividends. Okay, a neurodiverse star said, what do you think about categorizing autism severe severity example example level one two three and four um you know i understand why they did this nomenclature it was so that you would be able to understand autism uh your support needs but i i don't know if there's a place for this right now in the world as we're moving more towards like more neutral language which is better for everybody um sadie may said where is the best place to get clothes with without tags please and best chew please okay so chewy gem is a company that i recommend i actually have a link in the description down below where you can get a discount by using my link actually uh, for chewy for chewy kind of jewelry and stuff like that for stimming um now in terms of um clothing there's a bunch of different ones. I can't really put one on specifically, but I'm going to be doing a video very soon on Century Clothing, so make sure you stick around uh, for that video. So just uh, ring that bell. Okay, so Silly Fry One Autistic Bodybuilder said, why do some children and adults walk on their tiptoes and some don't, or is it related to diagnosis? So it's not, it's not, it's not paramount in a diagnosis. It is known and it is common that people on the autism spectrum like to walk on their tiptoes. I think it's a form of stimming personally. That's what it is. Uh, and so that's why people on the autism spectrum do that. So adams.mummy15 said, how do you react when they told you you have autism? I kind of was just like, oh, okay. Well, that answers a lot of questions. Anna, Anna Korveg fam. I can't even, re- I'm sorry. Dyslexia, it sucks. Any advice how to 
how to I handle hyperfixation when I become too obsessed on art projects? I would say that you can't get too obsessed with something. If you get really involved with something, that just means you're mastering it. So try to lean into it in a healthy way so you can kind of know that it's, you know, when you're telling yourself it's a bad thing, it's a bad thing, it's going to become a bad thing. But when you say, no, this is me, I'm creating, uh, I'm, I'm really uh, exploring myself here, that's a good thing and you should keep that. Okay, so t.g.ie said, favorite fidget toy. Ooh, my favorite fidget toy has to be, ooh, I don't know, it's a mixture between the clicks and I've got a new one. Where is it? Uh, okay, I, I've been, oh, the, the, the gecko. I have this, the gecko, right? It's a mixture between the gecko and the clicks, but the gecko has been the one I'm using pretty much all the time. Oh, always in Scott Autism said, do you think autism affects driving and would an automatic or manual car be better? Well, I drive automatic cars, even though I did pass my test in a manual car, but I do feel that like, you know, having less things to think about and distract you in a car, like changing gears and doing clutches and stuff like that is gonna be more beneficial, which is why I do recommend having a, uh, um, uh, an automatic. Okay, so Lisa and Scott Adele 72 said, how old were you when you were diagnosed autistic? I uh, was 26 years old, which is a crazy age. Um, so Cindy said, what's your thoughts on parents posting slash supporting on this day? You know, posting and supporting people on World Autism Awareness Day is fine. I mean, if you're advocating for somebody, you're advocating for somebody, no matter what you are or who you are, it's what you do that matters. Okay. Yeah, Jules and said, genuinely curious. My son is six years old and autistic. I love the way he sees the world. Cool. Well, that's awesome. They said, what are your thoughts on puzzle piece and going blue versus red? Look, I'm, I'm neutral on this. If you want to light it up blue, do you, okay? Don't let anybody dictate to you what you want to do. If you feel like that's something that you want to do, do it. I don't I don't use the puzzle piece. I don't light it up blue, but I don't light it up any color. I don't use the puzzle piece because I don't use that. Some people like to use it, some people don't, but it's a personal choice and we should just respect other people's ways and stuff of doing things, really. That's my personal opinion, but that's just me. You know, you are you and you should decide that for yourself. Okay, Farrell and Skull. Prince said, how do I explain my sensory issues to my friends without making it sound like I'm being a baby? Look, if they're your friends, then they should listen. If they don't listen and call you a baby, they're not real friends, bro. Okay, Liv C. Grace said, how was the waiting process for ASD screening as mine is already a year and it's stressful? Yes, it is uh, a very stressful um, and uh, uh, you know lengthy process, but I would say that sticking it out um, is rewarding because you will, yeah, I mean, you just will kind of get there in the end. But I only, I had to wait maybe like six months, but I didn't, my mind was ages ago. I mean, it became vastly more difficult and, and screening became longer and longer, you know, after I was diagnosed. So Bird underscore nerd said, how do you stop masking when it's subconscious? It's difficult. It's a training process. You have to kind of relearn how to not mask. And that's the only thing I can say on it. So Lizzie, the diligent said, how can I celebrate this day? Do something that you feel helps other people. And that's what I try and do. Natalie Nashville said, any tips for asking my GP for referral for a diagnosis? E ESP as a woman and masks every very well. Uh, Natalie, I have a link uh, in the description down below that I will put there for you. I'll put Natalie and then the link, which is a link to a playlist where I guide you through three videos step-by-step step to guide you through this process. And there are PDF download checklists to help you guide you along that way as well. So anybody else listening find this interesting, you can get those too. Okay, so Debaj said, without making her feel more different than she already does, I want to help her so badly. 
Uh, how do I bring up the subject with my teen about her possibly being on the autism spectrum? Okay, good question. Sorry, it's broken up there. I would say open and honest. Um, and if you have a good rapport with your your kid, then it should be really uh, straightforward. But just be open and honest. You can't improve upon the truth. So just do that. Um, BXRNXRDX2.0 said, how do you deal with, the, with people who don't believe that you're autistic? I was diagnosed at 20. I ignore them, bro. They ain't worth it because if they don't believe you, who cares? They ain't in my squad. Guys, thank you so much for putting in your questions. Thank you so much for joining me today for World Autism Awareness Day. And it's been super awesome, super fun, something different. And I'll see you tomorrow for another video. Peace. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please share this with anybody and everyone who you think can get some benefit from it. And also, I know a bunch of you guys who haven't already subscribed to this podcast, but listen, so please go over and subscribe to it now so you don't miss an episode. Also, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at the Aspie World. The, T-H-E, Aspie, A-S-P-I-E, and then World, W-O-R-L-D. So the Aspie World. All right, guys, thanks.